Warning. The following podcast may contain people who aren't very good at golf. You're listening to the Chili Dippers Podcast. Thank you, Duke. That is right, you are listening to the Chili Dippers. I'm your host, Luke Clark. Sitting across from me for the first time is a bunch of guys from a little bamboogle trip organised by one Mark Spud Goody called the Silent Search for the Silent Horse Tour. I'm sitting in a room, room uh, Chili Dippers Studio number seven, I think this is, room 113 at the uh, Lost Farms in Bamboogle. Sitting across from me, we've got uh, F- Ro Graham, Fixer. How you going, mate? Good, thanks, Mark. We've got Mark Goody, the organiser. How are you, mate? Sanks, the day one leader. G'day, mate. <laughs> Kelts, with the with the sweet wheels on. and the sweet wheels, yeah. Ready for a big night out, mate. And oh, I don't know if you'll hear Trent from over the background, but uh, Bates. Hey. <laughs> and Woody, sitting uh, across underneath the television. G'day, all. Right, now as I set off the study, we're on the Barnboogle trip, we're doing a little uh, three-day trip, just completed day one, so this one's going to be a little bit of a course review and a little bit of a word from the day one leader, Sanks. What do you think, we'll start with you mate, what do you think of the course? I love the course, probably best course I've played uh, in my golfing career, my long golfing career. (laughs) Professional career. Absolutely, picturesque. Great uh, fairways were like carpet. Greens were tough, very tough. I thought the greens were tough. Was uh, was tough unless you're in the right position. It was pretty tough going. And what about the preparation? Like last night, I thought I thought last night would have got a, got a bit few of us undone, but we're actually in bed fairly early, to my surprise. Very reserved. What time did you head to bed? Yeah, six siders and uh, the three-quarter time when the footy saw me out. That was enough. <laughs> that was the perfect preparation I felt. And uh, Rowan Graham tried to copy me. As soon as he saw me go, he went with me. But um, it, uh, it worked for me. Now, now, Goodza, I heard Ro Graham was originally in charge of trying to get this trip off the ground. Yep. And didn't get it done for how many years? Uh, probably three or four years. Three or four years. Trip in the making. and um, <laughs> Too hard for him, was it? Way too hard basket. <laughs> Technology getting people together. Just couldn't pull it off. Well, congrats to you, because I don't think it was overly hard, was it? Getting no, everyone no, here. And well organised. Well organised, by the no. way. Well, Sank started it. I finished it. And there was a tour guide, a tour organiser did everything. So, easiest gig in the world. Yes, yes. And like I said... The forecast for today was on my phone was twenty mils of rain and forty k winds, but in the end we copped what? A shower of rain, lightly yeah. oh, spat rain for ten fifteen minutes and barely any wind all day. Yeah. So we should have shot some scores. So what was the, what was the leading score? About thirty three. Thirty three. After all that, <laughs> not going to get Barnboogle on much better conditions than this. No, and the no. leader of the whole group's on thirty three. Mm-hmm. And we need Silent Horse for uh, CT because I think he... He was up the rear, as usual, with 21 points, I think. 21 so, points. Yeah. So it was pretty ordinary showing. 21 points. Four and points. We've, So we've got one of the uh, Cuddy Jib boys here. Fix, what uh, What were your thoughts on the day? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I only had 25 points but left a fair few out there and didn't really hit my straps, so I was disappointed with that. But in terms of the course, it was... Fantastic. As Mick touched on, the greens were a little bit tricky. The greens were tricky. Um, 
and a couple of the driving holes were pretty unforgiving. If you missed yeah. fairways, that turned into real trouble. But. Yeah, wide fairways, but if you're not on them, you've only got to be an inch off and you're in all sorts. And off the tee, they look, every single tee shot looked daunting. Like, it looked like it was trouble everywhere until you got down there and you realised how wide they actually yeah. were. Another thing I found too with the fairways is, and this is a credit to the course, like, a lot of times you're hitting a wedge from 100 out, and if you hit a little bit fat, the ball goes about five metres in front because it's so soft underneath the club. Mm. A lot of those bad courses, you'll get a bit of bounce, and at least it won't be good, but it'll be Shit, down near the green. These things you were just duffing to, duffing to the front. Um, now, do, we, do we want to touch on the two favourites before the day and how they fared today? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, give, us, give us the rundown. You did. I think we had the $2.10 favourites of Fixer and Kelty, and they... Both went to bed early last <laughs> yeah. night. Like, yes. Tucked away before three-quarter time in the footy and just more or less know how you went, lads. Yeah, no. I probably spent too much time on the driving range this morning. <laughs> uh, up early, chipping and putting, fine-tuning the game, and uh, probably left a little bit uh, on the turf, actually, before <laughs> I got into the first tee. So I played like a cow on the front nine and uh, turned 12 points. And scurried home with 14, so uh, 26 <laughs> points all up. <laughs> Pretty impressive. But I've been on a run for a while, and uh, as I said to the boys over dinner, uh, I was probably ready for a fall, and yeah, classic. Hit the ground hard. Hit the ground hard. So uh, ready to turn that around at the Lost Farm tomorrow, try and get a 30-plus going and get back into the money. Now, the, now we mentioned at the start that the... The tour is called the Search for the Silent Horse Tour. Who wants to explain that? Maybe the girl whose name might want to <laughs> run through that court. You might want to speak yeah. up from there, Court. Um, to be honest, I was just honoured that uh, something <laughs> was named after me. I don't know where the, where it came from or, or who might have had something to do with it, but um, or where the name came from. I don't know if it was. I was I was told was told to print it on the card. Is that right? Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a complete surprise. Surely someone in this room can explain it. Yeah, well, when we went to school, he was known as Courtney, and then uh, now he's known as Court. So it's become a silent name. Silent so name. Silent horse. <laughs> and wasn't there some rumour where a lot of you boys are in a fantasy league and people thought that the Courtney Taylor or Court Taylor um, person was made up in order, no one had met the guy who was made up to in order From to make me. a few trades back and no, forth. No, made up as me. He was the second me. <laughs> ah, right. And then we introduced someone who was the latest one, and then it was still me, so Roscoe. I'm running three teams. There's three, yeah, there's three fixes teams. It's probably the only way he's got a chance of winning a few games, uh, they think, is by doing some internal trading and grouping good players together and then have a run just with his own team uh, uh, towards the final. <laughs> when, when did you drop the name? That's the question. Off court name. Oh, from the time I... Oh, I don't know, probably 20, 25, 20 years ago, yeah. So it's a big deal to, to, to you two clowns and no one else in my life. So of all the stupid bloody nicknames that you've tried to give me over the last couple of years, this fucking one started. I just don't know how or why. But anyway... It is what it is. Now, this podcast is going to come out again. The last one came out um, with Brendan Allen as a co-host. With, with Obviously, Rolls is my usual co-host. He did not know about it. He's not going to know about this one. Does anyone feel sorry for him that he's not on this trip? Or Who's Rolls? Who's Rolls? Yeah. Anyone? 
was invited. Isn't he walking and then? Yeah, well, he's actually walking across Spain. And... He's much. He much prefers to walk across Spain on his own than be here with all the boys playing some golf. I don't Didn't have a good authority that we walk more today than we have. six point six k. Take a couple hundred meters. I reckon we walk more in one day than what he's done in two weeks in Spain. That's why he's not here, because there's no train to catch between holes. to get out in front and catch up to us. Clarky, what about you? Tell us about your round. My round? I I had one of the more up-and-down rounds I've ever had played. Some of the best shots I'll ever play and some of the worst. I was in... I I don't know how to explain it. It Couldn't get off the tee to save myself. Um, Good irons and couldn't putt. So 30 points, so that's that's what I deserve with 30 points. Um, but uh, all, all, look, there's a lot of guys on this on this trip that I've have met before, and I said to Goods earlier on that this needs to be a like a lock this in like a yearly thing. Rolls has missed his opportunity. He was invited. He decided to walk or train it across Spain <laughs> instead. Um, Spain. So he may have missed out on because yeah. I think it needs to be one out, one in from here on out. I can't yeah, see anyone dropping out. Qualifiers, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 qualifiers, yeah. 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 at least. Yeah, mm. yeah. three threes is good too. So we'd have to go to twelve. That's just way too many. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not a good that. number for golf either. Four, 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 four would just doesn't work. No, no. Three, three, threes. <laughs> three, three, threes. <laughs> three, three, threes. As we've been showed today yeah, in the right. group golf was uh, makes a huge difference. Much better. Yeah. And Clarky, what about the uh, the first half leader who? Turn the corner at uh, 20 points. Let's uh, sitting over the background in there, you might want to come a little bit closer to explain his oh, round there. You started off on fire. And I've, I've started off, I've gone, slaughtered the first hole. Then I've gone fucking par, eagle, birdie, par. Mm. And I checked the leaderboard. This bloke over is in you're, front of me. He must have been on fire early. <laughs> oh, mate, so, yeah. turn in the background with a loud voice. How many points did you have on the front front nine? Uh, 20. 20? Jeez. One, one hole or two. 20 with a white. Must have been playing oh, well. well. Yeah. What did yeah. you finish with? Twenty nine. Oh, Krypton! Krypton, I got me at nine. Bad sausage roll. Yeah, it was the sausage roll. Maybe he blamed it on the break too. Too long of a break at the turn. And what about Woody? Who's shown a fair bit of courage today. He's done his knee during the week. Now, Woody, I was watching. I was watching Woody warm up on the on the practice. Practice driving range. Very nice. Very nice stroke. I was thinking. Yeah, I think I was uh, six points through the first two holes, thinking today's my day, and I turned with twelve points. So. <laughs> 12 points. Oh, well, we must we must uh, note that he was best dressed. I thought if we had a fashions on the yeah. field, which I oh. thought we did, <laughs> he come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> there really should be in the future. There should, yeah, should be a be fucking best dress. Yeah. Best dress. And did you want to talk to us about how you actually got your injury to your knees? Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, not really, suppose. Uh, but uh, yeah, did did my knee on the rower. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in the right up when I had the biggest laugh out of work. Uh, when you've had three knee recos, you know you can actually do it at any time. But apparently, you spud. I don't know if you've ever been on the rower. You think it's for no. girls? Or I, I, I'm a male, so I haven't yeah. been on the rower. <laughs> Generally, you just trick me or a bike or something. <laughs> Cross trainer and rollers seem to be in the same sort of category. Uh, uh, yeah. My favourite part of the whole trip was before the trips, but you wrote up a, a all the players gave everyone odds of winning and a little bit of a spiel about the person. And because like I said there was three quarters of the people I didn't know, and I got a really good chuckle reading some of them. Felt like and going in the trip, you you think you actually got a bit of a, an idea of what the bike's all about after reading that. 
Uh, that was good. I have one question for you, Clark. Mm. As yep. a uh, connoisseur of golf, yes. the local rules today dictated yes. that there was a Irish drop. Irish drop, mm-hmm. and someone that's uh, involved in that a fair bit with the way I play. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, and I think that it's something that should be implemented. Golf. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts yeah. were. You played a lot more golf than me, but. Yeah, look at the, uh, this course. I reckon it's perfect for it. And for people, it's an Irish drop. Is if you hit off the tee with these fairways, they're wide and generous. But if you if you're two feet off or two inches off, they're gone. That's just mm-hmm. thick shrub everywhere, and you just can't find it. So normally, if you hit one off the tee into the scrub, you got to play three from the tee. Here, they allow you to take a horizontal drop straight out of the bush, treat it like it is water, and and play your th- dropping two, playing third from that spot. This is all about speed of play. If you, if you had to, if people, three quarters of the field would be hitting three off tee half the day. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Three quarters. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So good here it's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I think courses like, you know, you played around Wild Dara, it might be a little <laughs> bit different. Um, but, but courses like this, and even Black Bull, for instance, like a lot of the gardens there are sort of very punishing when you get in them. But um, and look, and a lot of the court, I think it is gaining momentum, that, that rule. A lot of the courses are starting to do it. It's just a local rule they have here. But they, and look, when we all like, we're all laughing about the worst scores, what the uh, best scores, 33. If we all were playing the proper rules, I reckon anyone would have broke 25 yeah, today. It would have yeah. been. And, and that that's, yeah, makes it a good rule. Like we've all, you know, no one shot the lights out, which the scores represented. So, you know, I actually like that rule. It's actually, it's good. And less frustrating too. Um, when you can walk up there, nothing worse, especially save if it's one thing. When I mean, in stroke, where you got to walk all the way back to the tee, when you because how many shots did uh, the our leader uh, Sanks hit where off the tee looked beautiful, mm. and we thought fuck that's money, and we got down there and we couldn't find it. And if you had to walk all the way back, yeah. you know, we thought we we're going to be middle of the fairway, and just you know they weren't. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with this course. A lot of the times, the 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 fairways lean back towards that stuff as well. You think you put in the middle, and mm. you and you're two feet off. So yeah, we'd be we'd be doing that a lot today. Wiping that'd just be an instant wipe. Mm, um, and look, I reckon we we'll probably wrap that up here. We might we're gonna do uh, maybe another pod tomorrow with the um, same sort of deal. Talk about the day day two event, um, and we'll uh, come back and convene any last words before we go from anyone. Yeah. Any new odds? Any new front runner favourite? I mean, Sanks showed spectacular form clearly today. Yeah, it's a good, it's a mixture. Yeah, but I've heard rumours. I don't. I haven't played. Actually, the second time I might have met you. First time I played golf. But all the rumour is that you're a, you were red hot for the front runner, and they all say One you fall away. Will fall away the day two or three. And I think you agree with that. Is that yeah, right? Well, I'm a bit like the guy at the Tour de France who, at the 10k mark, just takes off and lets the peloton chase them. And knowing, <laughs> knowing with about five k's to go, he's going to get mown down. <laughs> he just lays back. Then, so I'm generally, yeah. a, I'm generally a good chance to get out day one. And come day two, I might come back to the pack and day three capitulate. So, um, <laughs> you've got to enjoy nice it. Game. I've got to enjoy it. I have to enjoy it while I'm, uh, while I'm out in the front there. But I think Charlie absolutely. Yeah, I think the consensus. Stalking the, stalking the leader. Yeah, the consensus is Charlie, who's not here, old blue uh, eyes. He's on uh, media band. He's on media band. Media band, is he? Do, have you got a reason for that or a story behind that? Not enough viewers, not enough listeners. Not enough <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, oh, he, oh, he's banned from this pod because yeah. this pod doesn't have enough listeners. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we, that's probably fair enough too. <laughs> he does the big forums, does he? He's brutal. Yeah, so I think the consensus is Charlie's red hot favourite. We'll see, we'll see how he pans in. Yeah, uh, I've got him tomorrow. You got him tomorrow? So oh, you're Kryptonite. Kryptonite yeah, yeah, yeah. could kill him tomorrow, so that would be the end of him. All right, so that's, that's good. Out of day three, really, isn't it? Mm. 
All right. Back to the dunes. All right, so tomorrow's Lost Farm. We'll uh, we'll reconvene on Studio 7 yeah. tomorrow for a bit of a wrap-up then. Thanks, yeah. boys. Cheers, Clarky. I can see a beer in my near future. <laughs> Come back. Righto, and we are back for day two of the Search for the Silent Horse Tour. Got the usual suspects in the room again. We got Fix. How are you, bud? Good, mate. Spud. Go, Clarky. CT. Evening. How are we? Thanks. G'day, mate. And over the back, we got Bates. Nice. <laughs> now we've uh, we've gone. Uh, we've played the Lost Farm today um, at Barnboogle here. We've got Sanks has lit it up again. Gone better. Better scores on his second day. Where there was a lot of talk that he was going to fall over, and that was even you even admitted, thanks that that you were uh, peaked early, and but uh, not to be. He actually played played pretty well today. Played well, with the exception of the first tee under the pressure. <laughs> Put it into the bushes. Had to take a drop. Wipe the first. Wow. Wipe the first. Wipe the first. Speaking of the first, I don't know if not, not everyone's seen it. Kelts uh, shot off the first. No, the yeah, old fella hit his tee shot down the middle. Yeah, smoked it down the middle. Low and hard down the middle. And we're all carrying on. Then uh, Charlie went off next. He hit his over down the middle, and someone else um, put his out. Uh, yeah, sorry, that, you yeah, used yeah, Put the yours into yeah, the bushes. Yeah. Then what happened? A crow yep. flew down and started investigating Kelt's ball. And we're yep. all going, "Oh, it's going to take your ball, Kelt." Thinking, not, not, not a chance. Picked up his ball, flew. took off, didn't it? <laughs> took off, took off, and disappeared didn't, with it. Didn't yeah. drop it. No, it was gone. Didn't drop. <laughs> never seen that happen. We were killing ourselves. <laughs> just took off with a golf ball. Just a cracking, cracking start to that. That's the kind of stuff the chili dippers love. Um, now the course. The now everyone here has played both courses. Now thoughts on either one, better or worse. I found this one more enjoyable. The Lost uh, Farm, a lot, yeah. A little bit more open. The fairways, a bit more forgiving if you if you didn't quite hit it in the right spot. Um, and the drop zones where your tee shots landed, I thought, made it a bit more... I, I enjoyed it probably a lot better. Yeah, the slope is... It is easier. The slope suggests that. And you boys? Yeah, I lost farm. I thought it was really good. Yep. Better. It's a little bit easier, but um, it depends how windy it gets on oh, the Oh, that's what we well. need to mention, the how windy... Exceptionally windy, so the par fours really par fives in some senses. Yeah, so. well, one of the par threes was 156. I contemplated taking driver. Driver. Mm. Yeah, we did. We actually had a fair discussion on it. Yeah. Um, it's crazy windy. I think the greens are a lot tougher here. A lot of really high, like lumps and elevations, and like I mean, you part of one uh, spud. You actually said it felt like you were playing a mini golf course yeah. and had that many different <laughs> left, rights and in, left, out, bearing. It was yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, no, the wind did play a massive factor, and I must admit, oh, well, actually, one thing I wanted to say on this pod, if, if it sounds a little bit different, the audio t- uh, to what people are used to, I'm not using actual handheld microphones. We've got a little portable device in the middle of the room, a bit of a group discussion, so I'm hoping it sounds okay. Um, oh, well, let's speak about last night. Actually, before we talk about the the course and the game, they're just sitting around last night having a, having a lovely dinner. We had I ordered the seventy two dollars steak. Which was, yes. I think, a few of us did, and not many yep. people were overly happy with it. Saying, so, "I think you nearly, you, you got yours half price in the end." But yeah, well, I just about sent mine back. Complained yeah. to complain to the fellow when he came out to collect the plate, showed him how blue it was. He gave me a set of jumper leads. We got it started. <laughs> <laughs> Asked for a discount. He gave us half price. But yeah, certainly, I don't think seventy-two dollars steak was expecting the best, and certainly didn't live up to that expectation. No, and then that was all right. 
Well, I was, I was fine with my... Yeah, fine, but $72 for steak, so you need to be you really fine. You were the only one that was really yeah, okay was in with it. it. Oh, yeah. I ordered mine rare, though, so I didn't care if it was mooing. But, that, um, that's sort of like... 72 bucks for him is what it... Like, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's like Standard a... Standard Monday to Friday. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, an everyday yeah, meal. That's, that sort of morning tea type setup for Spud. Yeah, happy to spend 72 bucks on morning tea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, a Tuesday. it's a really good segue into that, actually, because when, <laughs> when the bill came out... That's, I've got uh, this on me running well, sheet here. Yeah, it was like we'd listened to Court's life story about working and how we started BCF and... Started BCF, yeah. yeah that's one of those real high-fly style operators and then grabs the bill, walks up to the counter and we're like, oh, look at he's picking up the bill for good, us. Good bloke, he's going to pay for everyone. I can't believe you thought I was actually <laughs> going to do that. Gonna, you know, he's obviously done well out of his We all did. We we all thought. spoke about it for the whole night. And then, I, um, answered a, I answered a question. Like, and then yeah. he comes back and he paid for his own little pork belly meal and a little <laughs> bottle of wine and we had to fork out the rest. So. <laughs> Just fix mine up, yeah, boys. A real look after himself they, style guy. <laughs> they're going to split the bill for years. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He wasn't going to pay for everyone else's $72 steak. No way. No, so it's good no. that Rolls is with us in spirit. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and speak, speaking of Rolls and seventy-two dollars steaks, I, I, we, we had a bit of a chat to him beforehand. I said that I'd order the seventy-two dollars steak, and he actually said that that uh, for you Sydney boys, that's just a standard meal. Yeah. But for poor country boys like myself, that's actually <laughs> lashing out. So, I, and he actually said that um, that I said oh, well, I sent him a message later saying that I was very disappointed with my seventy-two dollars steak. I said it should have been the best steak I've ever tasted. Um, and his reply was, um, wow, that's no good. My breakfast was 55 cents and worth every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that on the airplane? Yeah, oh no. Speaking of, it's just a shout out to him. I hope he's got getting over the mumps. Yeah. <laughs> and that, was the, that was the best part of the night. I, Fixer was in the in the bathroom at the time and I called and I said to him, I said, geez, have you got the mumps again? And we're all, we're all hanging to him all fun. And then Fixer comes back, and I turn the phone and give it to him. It's all dead silent. And then Fixer goes, "Have you had your wisdom teeth out, mate? <laughs> What's wrong with your face? <laughs> it's all puffed up." <laughs> and, then, and then we were all had a cracking because he looked like he was sitting in an aeroplane. And then Fixer didn't hear anything. And the second thing that came out of his mouth, "Yes, you're on a fucking aeroplane or something." That <laughs> was gulped. Uh, yeah, no, he rubbed off on me. Yeah, he did. Big man influenced me. That's yeah, okay. nice. Yeah, we look forward to grabbing the bill tonight, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're just down the sports bar tonight for the pizzas, which good pizzas, by the way. If anyone does get down to Barnbuggle, get down to the sports bar and order the pizzas. They are fantastic. Just don't order the seventy-two dollar steak. Get down and order four pizzas, and you'll be for the same price, and you'll be much better off. Um, now, a couple of things happened at the course today, and this this is a segue into something I want course to talk about. We on about the 17th, we got uh, a little bit of interference from the, the wiggly kind, a snake in the middle. We got tipped that there was one up on the path from the boys in the group in front. And as we come down the path, it was literally just blocked off the entire path. We couldn't get through. Couldn't get past. No. Really? Couldn't get past. So, yeah, the, we know Cortis has obviously had an encounter with a snake in the past. Yes. Today, he was wearing the Lululemon shorts. That's... <laughs> happened on the first time. We had him on today and we obviously had another snake sighting, yeah. so... Yeah, I reckon the serpents are attracted to those Lululemon shorts. I think the last three or four times I've whacked them on, I was seen to be having an encounter with one. But yeah, it's a little. I think it was a little red belly black, maybe that was out there today. Yeah, we couldn't I, identify. No, it. I didn't have a red belly on it though. No, yeah. yeah. Someone sent a thing through saying it might have been brown. I, I threw golf. Sorry, did you pick it up? No, but <laughs> you could see underneath <laughs> certain points. Now what? You, you, what do you? You've you got something that. The, the 
Quartz Lulu Lemon Shorts. You a fan of? No, <laughs> no, no. Like it's it's a we're a group of males playing, and eight of us wore men's pants, and court knee and court wore female shorts again. You swear you swear by them, don't you? Lululemon, they're a female brand. Well, they're not. They're, they're, they're a sports brand. Sports brand. Sports brand. I actually don't know, to be honest. They're an active wear brand, and active wear is usually. I was pretty active too. I was very com- <laughs> and I was very comfortable. I'm, I'm really comfortable with my decision. I'm a big advocate of Lululemon shorts. Yeah. 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 He's wearing his LA, LA gear golf shoes as well. You actually got just give us the short story. Get actually getting you got bitten by a snake not that long ago, didn't you? Yeah, just before Christmas, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a monster too. It was probably seven or eight feet, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was just a, a juvenile tiger snake uh, on a tiger, just a tiger on, snake. on a bush walk with with my young fella. So yeah, up, up near Marysville, um, and uh, yeah, got pretty crook pretty quickly. But uh, some quick thinking from the SES and, and Ambos um, uh, sorted me out, and uh, yeah. Not that big of a de- big deal. People, are, you know, I think they talk up getting bitten by a snake, but it's, it's no big deal. So once you realise you're not going to die, like... Yeah. Yeah, was, there any, can't, was there a second you thought you were in some strife, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got pretty crook. Um, and when I started throwing up and I was fully cramping up... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I thought... And, and sort of what goes through your mind was, like, I just didn't want to die in front of Jack. Yep, his son. Yeah, because he was up there with me. So um, you sort of go, oh, you know, it's kind of, he's tra- traumatised as it was. So, yeah, there's funny things that run through through your head. But um, I think even once the Ambos were with me, um, it was it was touch and go. Like I was, you know, it just wasn't getting better. Um, I was getting worse. But once I, once I got me in the ambulance and I was on the way to the hospital, I... Well, I knew I was, was going to yeah, be alright. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of nearly dying, how'd you go walking the course for the second straight day fix? Oh, good. I was going to say, I got sick when he got bitten in the snake. I got sick of hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a couple of holes. He was that sick, and I could take one <laughs> selfie and post it on Facebook, so we all knew about it. Yeah. Oh, and clearly very sick. How'd your shoulder pull up today? What happened there? Just, oh, give us the rundown on no, that little Sanks incident. Was Actually, should we get Sanks' version of it? Sanks' version of it. Watching the tunnel. Thanks. Well, you know, as I do, I like a bit of a chat as we walk down the fairway. I'm uh, there telling Fix a really good story. Can't remember what it was. Probably my 18th story for the day. Remember when? <laughs> Second or third premiership. And uh, one minute he was behind my right shoulder and I looked back to see where he was and he wasn't there. And then I saw him sliding past my foot. <laughs> I tried to grab hold of him, couldn't get him, he kept going like on a slip and slide and then his club started going and I just tried to get everything. It was like I was on a toboggan. And, uh, he was on the toboggan and he stayed down there and I didn't know, I thought is this the right time to just piss myself laughing? I thought yeah I've got to. Yeah. And uh, I got out the camera and I'm taking a photo and he's, I thought he's really hurt here and he said... I'm really hurt here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the clue. And, uh, and he's looked up to see me taking the picture. He's like, you bastard. Out. <laughs> coming up real quick. I thought I actually popped the shoulder out. I went and hit the ground and then felt the shoulder. There was a big lump here. I felt I the thought, shake of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it was a 6.8 on the rectus scale. <laughs> no, it was, uh, but then uh, that particular hole yes. just nailed a par and... 
moved on and away. One-handed. Courageous, courageous. Yeah. Said. Now, can you ask him about the longest drive on the 10th, on the 10th five? longest drive. Yeah. How he through that. How he went with that. Uh, I've said it was a bomb. Yeah, I didn't. I actually said to Sanks when we were walking to it, I didn't get all of it. Oh, I turn it up. We, did, it was, we, measure, we roughly, did you measure it? 360. Oh, that's, I thought, <laughs> we, we measured 345, yeah. but. Nah, um, we had the GPS, the adequate measuring gear. Or the GST on it. Is that what you had? No, no, Sanks had, Sanks <laughs> had no, more yeah. gadgets than you. And we got no tax. Yeah, no okay, well, yeah. it's still, if, even at 345, it's still a bomb. Yeah, I. I actually didn't get all of it, but I, I probably got ninety mid ninety percent. We said when we were walking to it, I said I got at least mid ninety percent. And and did you part the hole from there? No, I wiped it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that, we actually had a um, addition because we're in, I'm in the big hitters club. You filter in and out of that, and not many other people in this room have been there. What? Um, we had. <laughs> it's not like that. No, no, you, your membership's been revoked on and off. At times, I ha- yeah. I, at times, that's probably fair enough. You got out hit by goods with a three once. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so we had on day one. We had today last night, uh, early in the night to mid during the night. Uh, Sanks was spruiking up that he's become a bit of a big hitter, mm-hmm. and then today I was surprised to see, you know, what he offered up and what he offered up. I inducted him straight away into the big hitters club really? on, his, on his P plates. <laughs> and uh, gave him the etiquette and the rundown and there's a little joke book we use, the Big Hitters Club and a few other little things and his information pack mm. and he's officially in the Big Hitters Club. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 You'll enjoy it then. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is day two. We're probably not going to get a pot in after day three, like a proper winner's thing, but I think we could nearly get a victory speech on, on wax now from, from Sanks. It's going to take oh, a... Mm. Uh, as he speaks out of the corner of his <laughs> eyes is the shark that circles and is just stalking <laughs> him in second place. Yeah, Charlie, the one bloke who, on this on this tour who actually can play golf, who's mm. off about five or six, um, is what? How many shots behind eight, Charlie? Seven. Eight. 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 Oh, too eight. far. Too far, you reckon? Too no far. chance? No. Not on that course tomorrow. No, he's... he's I don't reckon me, you are. Uh, we've had a golf trip previous in the Hunter Valley and he gave me a 10-shot lead <laughs> and he uh, I only just won by one. I fell into... I fell into... into oh, so we won't get the victory speech just yet no, then. Charlie on uh, day three comes into his own. Yeah, and it's early. Might be a bit, a bit wet tomorrow. It's going to be windy again. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Don't count Spazzy out. What? Spazzy? So the Riverside boys tomorrow. The Riverside boys have made the top three. Yeah. So that'll be a fight to the death. Yeah, and all I'm just going to do is try to make sure I keep my long hitter club membership tomorrow. That's all I care about. Yeah, no, we, I, I went through how it works with Sanks, and he's very appreciative of the feedback that I gave him with some of the... Oh, is there rules and rec? Can we go through? Oh, there's certain things, yeah. Well, on the last hole, we all hit over 300, and Sanks came up to me and said... We, who's, who was in your group? Spazzy, Sanks and I. Yeah. All hit a bit over 300. And um, Sanks sort of got a little bit excited. And he said, well, it's, they're all over 300. And I said, mate, when we're in the big hitters club, it's 350. Once you get over <laughs> 350, you go, well, I've got a bit of that. When it's over 300, it's not, that's just accepted. Yep. So I said, like, when we gather around all our big hitters at the big hitters club, we always laugh. Remember back in 73 when you hit one 290? And we all had a bit of a chuckle about it. Go, oh, you weak bastard, you only hit a 290. So Sanks is sort of aware of that now and he should be right. 
<laughs> right. All right. Well, we'll probably wrap this up here. We're still going to uh, go back downstairs, get some pizza, have a few beers, watch some footy, um, which is what this place is really good. The, the after hours thing here is fantastic, that little sports bar. The atmosphere is all right. And uh, day three, final day tomorrow, and then um, somehow get back, get back to Melbourne and Sydney and go from there. just want to take this opportunity to thank you boys for the invite. Um, it's been good fun. Great group of guys. Like I said in the first part, we'll keep doing this and um, this, we'll lock this particular group in. We can't add any other blokes who might want to, who are over in Spain and want to... <laughs> Hopefully by the time you, your co-host comes back, the swelling's gone down. You can through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that note, we're going to leave this one. The Chili Dippers out. Strong, but I feel no pain. Got an old brown bag, big sticky on the back, but the grass don't grow. Gonna take a few hacks. That's a place for you if you're just like me. I'm Jack Rich, and I look at TV. I have another cool one, but it won't hurt. Got myself a big stick swinging in the <laughs> yeah. And then just slot it into your pot at some stage. <laughs> or else impersonations. <laughs>